listening to Cleveland and Beyond with Andy Bellman and Jared Watson, brought to you by Evergreen Podcasts. And we are live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. He's Andy Billman. I'm Jared Watson, and this podcast is brought to you by Waiting for Next Year. Check them out, original Cleveland sports reporting at waitingfornextyear.com. Also, we are proud to be a part of Evergreen Podcasts. Hey, uh, the NBA draft is coming Thursday. Write it down. Mark it on your calendars. Who are the Cavs going to draft? Andy and I are going to get into that in a little bit. Uh, the Cleveland Indians have officially changed their name to the Cleveland Guardians. Not this season, but soon. Did you see the logo? Ooh, I don't know. I'm cool with the name, though, so we'll just move on, right? Everything's going to be okay. I promise. We'll talk about that, too. And the Cleveland Browns. Things are finally moving and shaking. Odell Beckham Jr. had himself his uh, little kids camp. He had a great time with that. Talked to the, the, the media and said that he feels like he's got a special connection with Baker this year. It's going to be a special year for the Browns. Uwusu uh, Koromoa, something going on with him. He's on that COVID list. Uh, we'll talk about that and training camp starting up this week as well. Big week in Cleveland. So let's go ahead and start with all of that right there. Uh, your Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns. Now it's time for me to turn my mic. Hello, everybody. <laughs> this is what happens when you get rusty here on the road here in Hampton Inn. Here. Yeah, Hampton Inn, man. Boy, where, where What Hampton Inn? Where are you at? Somewhere in north, no, north of New York. Ah. Doing editing and all sorts of shit. So, <laughs> just locking all, yourself in a hotel room and editing. Lock my, by the way, for everybody who always wants to know how to get work done, lock yourself in the hotel. I found out it gets a lot of work done. Are you are you the type of guy that goes into a hotel room and just uh, shuts the air down to like sixty degrees? Yeah, yeah. There's there's, there's, there's yeah. penguins. There's penguins sliding down. Um, I, I, my current girlfriend gets pissed at me, but that's okay. Like, you know, penguins or sculpting, <laughs> ice sculptures, all sorts of shit. All right, this is a big week for Cleveland, as Jared hit on, and and it is. Um, we're gonna we're gonna end with the Cavs, talk about the Guardians a- after that, but it is Browns time. Um, I think you know I was telling Jared I I am excited about this. It you know it is only training camp, but it does start this week. That's why you're sending people come in. I was listening to a lot of people today and trying to get caught up on the world. I really try to stay away from the Browns up until this week because it, I knew it was going to be like this, and I'm excited for it. Mm-hmm. The big story is o- OBJ. Um, he did speak, as Jared said. I came back for a reason, end quote, he said on Sunday morning. And, you know, the, the quote unquote quotes, the only reason to do this is to get one of them rings, the whole reason, end quote, from Beckham. For most people, not for me, for most people, the big story seems to be how OBJ is going to fit and mold this offense. I'm surprised that seems to be the main storyline. I think the main storyline to me is we know where the offense is. I'm fine. What does this new defense look like? That, to me, Jared, is where I want to see. I want to see Newsom out there. I'm ready to see Hill, Johnson. Like, I want to see these guys running around the field. Walker, the new linebacker. Like, I want to see me. I want to see Clowney for sure. Like, I'm more interested on that side of the ball. But what I've gathered just from one day of reading and from one day of listening, OBJ and chemistry of Baker seems to be the big story going into camp starting this week. That That's what I gathered from today. Um, OBJ will always be the bright, shiny thing that distracts, uh, from yeah. everything else that could be a story. It just is, you know, he's got his own orbit, right? He's got his own yes, gravity, he his own pull of gravity. Um, that's, he's, he's that type of player. Um, there was a lot of anticipation after the injury on how he was going to come back. We watched the Instagram videos. We saw him working out. We can, uh, arguably say that he is in the best shape of his career. I'm sure that he feels that way. At least it's coming off that way at this point. Now, granted, like we said, we got to get into training camp and actually start getting these things oh, rolling. Yeah. Um, 
now what you're talking about is yes defense um hello that's the most important thing right why are we not talking about the defense everybody and i think that just comes down to i don't know what anyone expects you know i don't know that we have i know that we have um uh uh, uh, um, we have expectations for this defense but we can't really speak on how you know the play of newsom right the play of of hill the play of of Clowney in these Browns uniforms. And I think that might be why those stories aren't being told yet. Um, Who knows? Who knows, Andy? You know, halfway through this season, we might only be able to talk about this defense. We might be bragging about this defense and, and, and just accepting that the offense is so good that we don't even, we don't even talk about it. And it's the defense that's, that's bringing this new show to Cleveland. So I, I think we'll get there with D. I think we will. I'm just surprised because I, I, I think the bigger story is the defense going into camp. Yeah. I, I know Beckham brings attention. You said all the words and you're right. And, and there is some fascination about how he looks. He's come back from injury. Yeah. Uh, there's some, there's some, obviously some side story stuff about Mayfield. My experience has been, we're never not, and, and Tony Grossi said it today. And I kind of agree with Tony. We're never going to know what really happens till game one with this, with Mayfield and Beckham. So to kind of guess after a couple practices and a couple training camps, you're just not going to get that feel. You will, though, after game one. That's why, to me, Jared, I really want to see what this kid Newsom can do. I want to see Johnson. I really want to see this kid Walker. I want to see McKinley. I want to see Clowney. Those are the positions to me that are more – I want to see Billings. He hasn't played. He, we signed him last year. I want to see the – I'm more fascinated by how these kids prepare – and how they look on defense because you hit it all. And again, like I'm not naive. It doesn't matter until you tip it off and what's going on in Kansas City. All good. I'll get back to Beckham in a second. But the hey, howdy, Damon. Good to see you on Facebook. What's going on, Damon? Hey, here's the other thing that that has really been punctuated today, and not just locally but nationally. The Browns are very much a Super Bowl favorite, and it doesn't seem it's like you or I going up being fictitious about it. this is for real. And I, and it's right. funny. I get asked this a lot on the Instagram show, Official Cleveland Sports. Check it out. And I and I and people deny this. I'm like, I really think the Browns are going 13, 14 wins. Like I I I really do. Like in a 17 game schedule, I think the Browns are going to win that many games. And Jared, the, I I think I think this is going to be a lit season from day one. I really um, do. Pro Football Focus, I think, had them at 13 wins, if I'm not mistaken, a couple weeks ago when they released their official first draft of uh, of, of season expectations um, for the, throughout the league. Um, yeah, so, yeah, the defense, the unknowns. You know, what's funny is um, you bring up Clowney, and I actually had a buddy that I was talking to the other day, and we were talking about how this team is, you know, is is just supposed to, is, is, is hopefully going to be like as dynamic as we've ever seen, right? Yeah. And I mentioned Clowney and how, how who's going to like who like you're setting the edge with Clowney and with Garrett and with the you know and 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 this is just insane and my buddy was like, "Oh my god, I forgot that we even had Clowney." Like No, that's well forgot. that's well that's like, the forgot. thing. Like I'm ready to see this defense. Damn, honest, I agree with you. I like the throwback jerseys. It's the first jersey. Yeah, they are nice. That's that's reminded me about the 80s Browns. And I think it's very poetic. And we'll get into the 75th anniversary here in a second, too, as I got a comment on that. Mm-hmm. Anyone going to be at the Brown Steelers game in Cleveland? Damien on Facebook. Uh, I, I I am really targeting three or four games. One of them is the Bronco game on Thursday night. Um, that's because of work purposes. And on Thursday nights, a lot easier for me to get there than on Sundays. I got kids to play sports and stuff. The other one is at the end of the year, I really want to go to the Bengals game. You know, that game's going to be fucking cold. 
I would love to go to that end of the year Bengals games. I think that game's going to be nasty. Um, I'm going to try to go to one more. This th- To tell you how good the Browns are this year, Jared, on a normal year, you and I would be riding the rails of 75th anniversary, how proud we are of this organization, how much this or and all this stuff's true. And we will do that show at some point. But for that to be more back burner because of how good the team is on the field really says a lot about what we're getting ready to get into this year. Well, it is so good on paper. How, and many, again, how, many years really have, how many years have we spent over the past 20 where we were saying, where we, where we were complaining, you know, oh, because, oh, yeah. look at the Browns trying to hide how shitty they are by announcing a new uniform, right? It used to be a distraction. Yep. Now a lot of people couldn't care less. Oh, yeah, I like that uniform. That's great. Go ahead and wear it. They're going to win games, right? That's all I care about. They win the games, right? It's always been that. Win the games. Yeah. Win the games. And the uniforms, you could, you can put them in fucking lime green bullshit. And if they're winning, the fans are going to be like, oh, those are, that's the, those are greatest uniforms I've ever seen. Beautiful. It, it, it's amazing to me going into this training camp. We have not talked about what what's our fears, what mysterious storylines out there. Pick a few of them for the last few years, whether it was the Duke Johnson fiasco, what was going on with Freddie Kitchens and T-shirt gate. It's just amazing how all those things have kind of gone aside. And it's really about things like, well, what's OBJ going to do? When are they going to sign Baker Mayfield? Like if those are your biggest storylines going into a season, then you have really good things ahead of you is my point. Because the main thing to me on the field, outside of special teams, which I don't think I want to do too much today, <laughs> but but because that is mm, – but but everything else there, I, I, I mean, I think this defense is going to be very good. I mentioned this before. This is the 90s Indians. This is the 15, 16, 17, and 18 Cavs LeBron. This is how good this organization is and how good this team is. And it is not overhype. This is legit. This team is going to big places and fast. And they're going to be tough. If they stay – look, guys, stay healthy. If they stay healthy, watch the fuck out and enjoy the ride. I'm telling you, done this forever. Jared, we've done this podcast for a while. I've never seen this much alignment going into a training camp. Speaking of staying healthy, uh, Browns uh, rookie linebacker Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa is on the uh, COVID-19 reserve, and apparently he is feeling just fine, which is fine by us. Glad to report that that is the situation. Now, um, the league and the team, they have not released whether he has gotten the COVID vaccine or not. There are different rules and precautionary measures that the that, that the league has, has put in place for players who pop hot with uh, COVID after they've gotten a vaccine and for those who have not been vaccinated. For those who have had the vaccine, it's a uh, you know, couple of tests that they pass and uh, COVID tests they pass in there and they can get back in there. Um, otherwise, if they haven't had the vaccine, they got to stay out uh, longer. Right. Um, so we're, where do we stand on this, Andy? I, I, I think I love what the league is doing just from a health standpoint and making sure that they can play these games without canceling them constantly and going through the same bullshit that we had to go through last year, hoping that the teams would play or hoping that they would cancel it for us, even though they never did. Um, Where do you see it? Science tells us if you get the vaccine shot and you get COVID, it's usually a two or three day process like a flu. And that's what people have been describing. And that's what, and for people who have gotten this after the vaccine, that's what they're describing too. Yeah. I've got, sorry, go ahead. 
No, but so my point is, I mean, getting vaccinated, it, it gives you that for health. But Baker Mayfield said, these aren't my words, this is his words. He goes, it's a competitive advantage to get vaccinated. That's all I need to hear. And he's right. Like the Browns, I've been reading, I've been hearing are not at 85%. Sounds like they're very close to that. I think that's a good thing. For JOK, the one thing I'll give this team is they have been through these motions, and this team handles it very well. Oh, yeah. Um, I would not over-freak. I think people forget the Browns were COVID hell. My God, weekly on this show was just, oh, here's the latest COVID list, especially I mean, for it, the year. It wrecked so, Miles Garrett's season. Wrecked Miles Garrett's season. I think wrecked Denzel Ward's season. Mm-hmm. I think it I think it wrecked several people's seasons. Um, but JOK to get this early on is fine. The only thing that stinks is he's a rookie, and you like to see him getting off to a fresh start getting on to week this week. So hopefully it's just a minor thing. I'm glad he tweeted that out. I thought that was very smart of him to tweet that out. Um, sometimes you, you want to be protective of your own health and for obvious reasons, sensitive. Um, this is one of the few times I'm like, I think that was very wise. You did that because it calms the nerves. There's people freaking out. Once you read that, everything comes off as much more. Okay. Seems like it's much better than what it is. And I, I, I just, I'll just leave it there. Um, we'll have to watch. We will, you'll know pretty quickly if he's gone for two weeks, it means he did not get vaccinated. If he's back quickly probably means he he got a shot and he's ready to go. It's only 72 hours worth of testing once you come back. I I don't want to disregard um I do have a buddy, a guy that I that I worked with uh you know a lifetime ago who uh is out in Vegas and he got his vaccines. And he got really sick when mm-hmm. he got it. And, yep. and not not the vaccines, he caught covid. He had a, a breakthrough yeah. infection. Um and and he did get very sick. So uh, we are not going to sit here and say that it is not possible to get very sure. sick after you get the shot. Um, there's you know, I, I wouldn't say anomaly, but the numbers are are drastically lower. Less than two so, percent. It's very so, rare. And I'm sorry to hear about the referent. That's that's one of the rare cases. That's yeah, that's, that's yep. one it of happens. the rare ones. So it happens. Um, yeah, but that that that's where I lead off, Jared. I think the biggest thing for this team is I was going to lean into the show before last night. Is I did the rundown last night. There's no one on a pup list. And this team had a lot of injuries coming back. I thought that was yep. an amazing stat. JoJo Natson back. Grant Delpa back. We just mentioned J, um, OBJ back. Greedy Williams back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Hubbard also. By the way, he had a nasty injury. Yeah. So he's back. This team has never – I mean, Ugh. look. It's, yeah, it's dislocated your, kneecap. <laughs> oof, bad. But my point is, even with the JOK injury, this team is very healthy getting into the season, uh, getting off to a fresh start with coaches that have been there. Yep. So this is a good way to start off the year. It's very exciting. There's no one on – it's just a – there's a lot going well for this team getting into the year. And even the JOK thing, there'll be. there's always these things. They always happen. It always does. But these seem to be more smaller, biteable hiccups than they would have been in the past is my point. It just seems like every year, Jared, the year starts off wonky or whatever else. I'm, I, Jared, I don't remember a training camp starting this clean. Well, I really well, don't. Welcome to the Kevin Stefanski era in Cleveland. Yeah, yeah I mean it's very clean. Am I this wrong? This is what this is what it's going to be, folks. Boring until the games start. Sorry. Yeah, I agree. I, I think the excitement's here. I, I thought the other good thing that came out was Baker. He did a camp as well, and he talked at his mm-hmm. camp as he should. Um, and he brought up the things about over community. Boy, he sounds so. We talk about this a lot. We should date again. He sounds so different from when it was two years ago. It is just amazing. Yes. Over communicating, talking about how we can't take anything for granted, right. talking about how we need to get vaccinated because it's a really best thing for the mm. team, which I don't want to get into the politics of that. I just, I'll just say politely, I do agree with Baker. 
And I think this is very smart. It's a competitive advantage. If you all vaccinate, you all get to be around each other more often. Yeah, the, the, the restrictions get loosened. You don't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. so I think I think all this is a good thing. I I just think it's hard, and we need it. We deserve it on the 75th anniversary. We deserve this. This is one. I I Jared, you, we can nitpick. I can get into the parky thing. I can get into little things that make me a little nervous. I don't have anything glaring on this team. And for a unique chance in our fandom lives, it's not just in Clevelandville, in Believe Land. It's national. Well, you know know that here in Northeast Ohio, whether it be in Cleveland, uh, in the Youngstown area where I'm at, over in Akron, that telling ourselves that we deserve something is very difficult. It is not something that we have that we know it within ourselves. And I, I, I wish that we'd do it a little bit more, even outside of the sports world. Uh, you know, um, we've got a lot to be proud of. And uh, I think that, that this season is going to help us, uh, you know, if it makes us all feel good, then enjoy. Great. I, I, I just want to say this a lot before we get into more Browns news. Enjoy this. Yes. This season's going to be a lot of fun. There's always hills and valleys. There'll be some silly moments here and there and some things that'll drive us crazy. And I'll, I'll yell into the microphone and Jared will yell in the microphone. Eh, now I'm par for the course. But there is so much good positive momentum. I would not get too strong out about OBJ's relationship with the team in Mayfield. What's going to happen here with there and JOK? You know what? This has got so much positive momentum. Enjoy this. And this, and you said it, Stefanski, Andrew Barry. D Podesta. Mm-hmm. They all deserve a lot of credit here. It all should be fun moving forward. I mean, like, it's funny. Some of the things I've been reading now is what I'm not looking forward to in camp. It's like, wow, that's where we're at with columns because we have to do something that's kind of more stirring. Yeah. It's like that, that, that's kind of where this is at. So that's why I think you're seeing the OBJ stuff. So to go back to him and see is the main storyline, I thought that was good. He came out. I do think that was good for him to come out and talk. I am not worried about the OBJ relationship. Maybe I'm too naive. I am still curious, which is different response. Meaning I, I want to see it, but I'm not concerned. I'm not overthinking it. Maybe I should. I just, I think Mayfield and, and Baker and the Beckham thing will be fine. I think I that. Oh, I think that even beyond that, even that we know, we know damn well. And I, I'm not. This is not. I, I obviously hope that things work out exactly as we had wanted them to. Uh, this season with Odell and with the chemistry with Baker. And I do see it working that way. I do. Um, But we all know that this team without Odell can win games. I'm not going to say what some people were saying last season, which is they're, they're better without him in the lot. No, I'm not saying that. What I am saying is they can win. They do have wide receivers that can step up. They do have up and comers, people's Jones, Hollywood spent this entire offseason working his ass off. And he played working well his ass off. So, you know, uh, Hodges is, is is a surprising uh, a step up that I did not expect. So there oh, wow. is a there's a lot to be proud of. Uh, jumping back over to the rookies, um, we we're talking about Owusu Koromoa. Uh, Greg Newsom, uh, he signed his four-year rookie contract. That's All the rookies are signed, right? That, that was it. Schwartz and Newsom were the last two. Were the last two. Yep. So, so everything's signed going in. Again, that's really good for this team. Um, wasn't really too worried about that, to be honest with you. Um, the thing that, you know, Terry Pluto pointed out in his column, Terry wrote a really good art, uh, column this week, kind of pointing out what he's hearing from camp. I thought there were some good nuggets in there. One of the nuggets he heard was how good Newsom looked in um, early camps. 
Um, I, I, Jared, I, I know people, this is, see, this is one of the more storylines I'm fascinated by, you know, Greedy Williams not played a year and a half and, um, he did not really play very well as rookie year. And he did not play last year. Um, Newsom is there and it sounds like Newsom is ready to, to take over and he's being very polite about it, but he's also being very honest. He goes, I want that job. I understand I have to win this job. I understand I have a competing this, but I like his here. Here's this quote. Obviously I would love to start a corner. I think any corner in the room would love to be a starting corner. At the end of the day, I'm here about helping a team win. That's all I can ask for. And mm-hmm. he said some more things. Newsom sounds very wise for his age. He is a boy from Northwestern too. I like this guy a lot already. Jared, this team, Newsom is a big, big shining example. In past years, it'd be like, boy, Newsom's got to play well. If he doesn't play well, the team doesn't do well. Not this way. This team has got other parts and pieces that make him feel more complimentary, and that's why I love this team. It's not like we're sticking Newsom in an island and we're just, boy, hopefully he, he rises to a buoy because if he doesn't, the team sinks. Not in this case. I think Newsom – by the way, I think he's ready to play, but there's not as much pressure because of how good the defense has improved over the offseason. It's nice. Kevin Atkins nice. on Facebook checking in. What's going on, Kevin? Uh, yeah, so um, that's the beauty of it is – in the past, you draft a guy and you just hope he works out and you throw him out there and that's it. You have uh, something that we don't get, a word that we didn't always get to say um, and and that even last season we didn't get to say it. Um, you have some depth. You have some depth. Real, real depth. Depth. The depth and team. You finally have some things. There was too many times, and this is where we were probably naive as Browns fans, and, we, and it happens. It's like, how could we expect Cam Irving to do well on offensive line with some so many other holes? How could we expect, like, you know, and by the way, some of these guys just stunk, but whatever. But it's like we had all these chances where it's like we're we're holding our breath, we're we're putting everything into these positions, and this is it. Newsom is refreshing because we know he's going to have help. Denzel Ward's an is an all pro corner when he's healthy. People forget that he's a very good player. I think he gets shit on way too much by our fan base. He's a very good player. So Ward, Newsom, the help of Johnson, you got Hill playing slot. This is very good to see. There's things here that make sense to me. It makes sense. It all combines well. And I do think this is good for Mr. Williams. I hope he's healthy. I know Greedy's been through hell with his nerves. And I really hope his nerve is doing well with his shoulder. All that to be said, if it's not, it's okay. Greg Newsom will be ready to play. That's refreshing, Jared. It's refreshing to know you have these things. And as we all know, by the way, there'll be injuries that'll come up anyways. So when things come up this year, let's just take example. If if the if there's an injury at wide receiver, are you worried about the depth? Are you worried about someone going down? Like, like this year, cornerback, if someone gets injured, next guy up. We can finally say that. Let me say that again. Next guy up. Get him in there. There's only one position. There's only one, and it's six. I think everything else will be fine. Six is important. He's got to stay healthy. I think Mayfield staying healthy is very, very, very important. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's, it does not I get mean, talked about enough. I think it's very, I don't want to talk very, about very, it. Very important. I don't want to talk about it. I don't. You hear I, what I'm doing? I'm, knocking on wood. I'm just, I don't want to do that too I, much, I, but my dogs I, but, but everything else, like – Another thing in the Terry Pluto column, he brought up Nick Harris, who I liked a lot last year at times. Now, he looked like a rookie, but you can tell they're getting him in position because J.C. Treader's contract is going to be a question next year. Let's be fair. If you want to look ahead, which I think you can with this team, 
Landry and OBJ's contracts are coming up. You have Peoples Jones. You also got Anthony Schwartz, and you got some other and you got some other players in this team. Now I don't think they're going to do both, but there's a, there's some decisions coming up for this team that are coming up. That's why when I look at the contracts for Mayfield, Chubb's interesting. I would love for them to sign. I, I think Mayfield's going to work itself out. I, I would yeah, love and, to and you know what Chubb's it, coming back. Mayfield's Baker's Baker's is absolutely going to work out. The difference yeah. it's probably it might even be look Baker's side of things might be holding out. I've been hearing the opposite today, according to everyone. It sounds like well, the Browns are more. And by the way, it makes sense to me. I just, it makes sense I'm, for both for both sides. I mean, yeah, Baker, Baker could end up with a bigger contract depending on how this season goes. You went, you 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 get to the AFC Championship game, or you win the Super Bowl. One of those two things. Um, you're not getting Baker any cheaper than you would have at the beginning of the season. Yeah, I I just so. think I, I, to me from a contract, I think it's all going to work out. I think Baker's going to be here forever. I really do. I think Baker's here forever. I am, if I'm being truthful, I think he'll come back. I am nervous about Chubb not coming back. That is the only guy out of all these contracts, Jared. Chubb, I would love to hear Chubb's coming back with a contract. I would love to hear that. That press release, I am on edge on. I really like Nick Chubb a lot. I really, 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 really do. I don't, I, I mean, I don't know how you let him go is my answer to that. I don't know how if 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 you can convince me otherwise somehow great um but that's not going to happen. <laughs> I, no, I, I I mean I don't know how you convince me that that you don't sign him. I don't I, I have no issues none. No I know Baker's going to figure it out. Chubb makes me nervous. I would love to hear Kevin I I I just think Nick Chubb's a wonderful player. I think he's a wonderful leader. I just, I, I, well, just I look at look at what look at what he has done for Kareem Hunt. I know, and the play that we get out of that tandem, out of that backfield, is just. I think it's a gut punch. Nothing like it in the NFL. Yeah. yeah, that's the only. All these other moves, I think, will all play itself out. I think again, that's the one. Jared, I gotta admit, that is the one I haven't heard anything about, and I I would love to hear. We're locking them in. Coming back. Well, again, no news is good news is the hope. Um, so let's just go ahead and I'm not going to – what's the old saying? Don't worry twice. <laughs> no, no, I hear you. No, no, I, I, I hear think, you. I think I'm just trying to make you feel a little bit better about it. Uh, no, no, but that, 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 but for people who are wondering, <laughs> I'm not worried about Baker. I'm more worried about – because Nick Chubb's a free agent after this year. I mean, he, yeah. that's it. Yeah. He's gone. So we need to figure out how that's going to work out. There was some really weird rumblings is because if you did, people didn't see the, the running back for – the Rams, uh, Atkins, I believe his last name is. He got hurt. He's out for the year. There were some one of these weird rumor websites. Oh, maybe they'll trade Kareem Hunt. The Browns really stomped that out quickly with Mary Kay Cabot saying we are not trading Kareem Hunt. So for anybody who's wondering about that, that kind of got stomped out. That that story kind of got lost with everything else that happened in the last 72 hours. But just for people who are wondering, that got stamped out. Um, Kevin Atkins on Facebook. I really want to put this quote on here. Chubb equals smartest player I've seen in the NFL shopping mm. at the one Kevin Atkins. Kevin, I it's funny. Um, I have three boys, and you know, they all think differently, as every kid does, as Jared has got kids too, and every child thinks differently. It's amazing in my house and through nationally, everyone loves Nick Chubb. Everyone's impressed by Nick Chubb. Mm-hmm. And they love everybody on this team, but but he, Garrett, and Mayfield. Those three guys and Landry, four. Those core four, it really shows up. But Chubb is a big part of that core four. 
Well, the, I, the point you. that I think the point that Kevin's bringing up too, with with him being the smartest, uh, you know, the, the smartest plays ever seen with him stopping at the one, is 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 as Cleveland as it gets, right? It is it is all about team. I mean, that is wow. If you ever didn't know that the Browns have turned it around, that play I think exemplifies the how Texans. this the the, the the how this team has turned it around culturally. How it is about the team how it is about it's, getting that dub it's Period. easy it's easy to root for him and i know he's a running back in his analytical world i'm telling you that is one guy I would not let go it's like i said of all these different storylines i'd say number one for me is defense i know defense will look good but i am curious to see it i really want to see how these parts and pieces play my number two is when is nick chubb gonna get a contract that's me I'm oh. different from most. That's my thing. I'm not – that's my only – okay, that's my only uncomfortable thing in the season outside of Cody Parkey. Um, special teams is oh something that um, – I mean, the the way that it looks like the Browns are doing things is special teams <laughs> – depending on how this season goes, special teams will be the focus of next year's draft. <laughs> I just, you know, like, like took care of offense, check, took care of defense, check, special look, teams, it's your turn. <laughs> look, I mean, Nat- obviously, that's not going to be how it works. Well, but. Right, right, right. Like, look, Natson, Peoples Jones, Schwartz, I know there, there's consideration there. All I'm saying about all this stuff is special teams for everything that went well last year, even special teams still had some moments. We yep. talked about a playing post game. Parky, I'm just being honest, makes me nervous in a big spot. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just really feel that way. One more storyline from Pluto, then we can transition to the Guardians. Jacobs and Delpit was talked about a lot, too, in this column. Um, I, I think they're both good mentions. Phillips, the linebacker. I actually liked how Phillips played the in year, and I really still think highly of Delpit. Delpit's coming off of injury. I'll leave it there. Hopefully, hopefully he's playing well. I really want to see that kid play. And I know they still have high expectations for Delpit. Uh, and Jacob Phillips, I did quietly thought Jared had a nice end of the year. Well, what I, I really, really thought he played well. What I think I like most about how the Browns feel about him is that they love his tackling. Yeah. And when you hear that about a linebacker for the Browns, that is uh, something that you that you obviously will it'll perk your ears up a little bit because uh, Lord knows tackling has been an issue um at the linebacker position as well not just the linebacker position but you know at the linebacker position obviously with the browns and it's uh it's nice to see that and you hope that it translates uh during the regular season again it's more things on defense look out for but you know going through our notes last year phillips stood out more and more as the season went on and that's what kind of terry was alluding to i I agree with him i think phillips is a could be on the upward trajectory. Another guy who we just mentioned had COVID, but it has stood out in camp is uh, JOK. Um, and again, this is a Pluto. I would advise everyone to read the Terry Pluto article, Cleveland.com. I thought it was very, very good. Uh, kind of give us a teasing tidbits about what we're wanting. They said good things about him too. Now look, the size has been a big question for everybody. I am a huge nerding fan. Huge, huge. That kid stands out in games. When I was watching the Irish and we ever need a big play, my son Cameron and I are going, where is JOK? Is that kid made stops? They made big plays time and time and time again. Now, hopefully he's got a quick recovery here at COVID because I think he I think he's better when people are thinking on national level because of his size. That kid 
stood out to me. And Notre Dame plays big teams, or not, you know, and they beat Clemson last year in a big spot. Jared, I get. It. I think JOK is going to surprise people. And I know in Pluto's um, article, he, he remarked about how tremendous he was in OTAs. Um, yeah, I mean, people talk about him not being that true linebacker size, and how he's, you know, you know. Is, is a little small, but we know how athletic he is dropping back into coverage, taking care of the middle of the field. I, I just think that there's, they know what they're doing. They know why they drafted him. They know that they got a diamond in the second round that they were not expecting. And we all know how they feel. We all know after this draft, which, you know, draft isn't the same as on the field, doesn't translate all the time. And we know that it's crap shoot, but we all know that the expectations are between him and Newsom. In those, they're both first rounders, yeah. And I don't see why two fifteen. Okay, I think he's going to be fine. I just will say, I know the size worry. What I'm saying is, when I watched a kid play, he played really well, right? And he stood out in games. And I'm not comparing him to him. It's not fair to him or this other player, but he has a little polymono in him. And what I mean by that is like he Palma yeah. always was around the ball and made plays. Yep. That's honestly when I was watching the Irish, that's kind of what I saw from this kid. As he much was as you always around. Look, he, he's annoying. But this kind and look, I'm not saying that time will tell. All this kind of stuff has to really play out. We all know that. What I'm saying is when I watched him play last year, that's my thoughts that came to mind. Yeah. And I really think he plays hard. He has a fast motor, and I, I just think I just think people I, – I get his size under size thing, and it's fair, but – and he's got to play. I do I, – I was glad Pluto made that a mention in his columns. I thought that was a good note and a good nugget. That's what I saw when I was watching him play for Notre Dame last year. That's – I mean, I saw a kid who always made plays, and not just plays in big spots – Big spots. He made a couple big plays against Clemson. He made a couple of big plays against North Carolina. He makes big plays in big spots. And that's what you want. And I'll, I'll end on this note. I have never in my – oh, man. I have to say since the 87 season after the 86 drive, this is the most excited I've been about the Browns in a long time. Like, like probably since they came back, but that was more just celebration – this is pure excitement. Like I'm really, Jared, I'm really, really excited. And it's not so much I need to read every day about practices. Doesn't mean every day I need to, I just am, ex, Jared, I'm truthfully excited about the Kansas City game today on July 26th. Can't wait. Can we kick it off now? I mean, has there ever been a time where we've been this excited to play the the reigning AFC champs? Bring it <laughs> to, on. to open the season Bring i can't I, I mean i am absolutely on the edge of my seat waiting for that kickoff because i just remember that egg they laid against was it pittsburgh first game of the year last season remember that egg yeah well, um, I, I, I remember i remember the ravens remember game. all yeah remember all those eggs that they laid you know starting the season how they can't win the first game of the season how they I just don't – I don't even – like those stats, those numbers don't even mean anything to me anymore. They just don't because this team is so far removed from that – from that? Like that isn't even a part of them anymore in my opinion. I Look, 
I know people don't feel that way, but I do. Kansas, I'm, I agree. Kansas City's very, very good. Sure. And they have a wonderful coach and a Hall of Fame type quarterback. I, that's how much confidence I have in the Browns. I really, really think they're going to win that game. Maybe my mind will change before then. I, I, as of today, I, I don't see them losing that game. And it's not going to be easy. There'll be moments where I'll drive my hair crazy. Tyree Kill will run over the field. Kelsey will make some plays over the middle. Sure, absolutely all true. But that's how much confidence, Jared, in a week one game. I don't even – I mean, it could change. Browns are winning that game. I mean, Odell, Odell knows damn well that if he was out there on that field uh, last year, that uh, hey, look, <laughs> one play would have changed it on offense look. for him or whatever. I, he's right. He's right. We weren't even that far off last look. season, and we were decimated. We won a playoff game on the road without our head coach. After back to back against that team, and it was it was in Pittsburgh against those fucking ketchup people. And it was fucking great. Every minute of that game was fucking great. Yeah, I, I had a I had I saw a Steelers fan on on social media. Every once in a while, Browns fans will just they'll just I mean, have you ever seen like a swarm of like bees protect the hive and go after the wasp? Like, have you I ever seen it? So the, a guy who made the mistake of mentioning how the Browns almost, you know, almost didn't win that the last game of the season and it's oh, like, stop. whoa, 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 whoa. Again, you know, uh, Mason Rudolph. Whoa, 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 whoa. Are you really that delusional? Playoff game. Playoff game. Playoff game. <laughs> like, watch the highlights. Now, listen, watch this highlights. Is, Steelers fans are in the biggest state of denial that I have seen in a very long time. Hey, very well, long time. I'll give one realistic pill. And this is true. This is it. Ben, Big Ben's not coming back next year. I, I am so confident in this. Not He's not coming back. This is it. Could they make a run? Oh, sure. Whatever. You can I would that. say there is a 30% chance he doesn't finish this season. He has been very high on how he looks and how he plays, and I don't want to poo-poo. I've it. seen how I, he looks. Whatever. Look, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is their last run. He looks like if they suited me up and put me out on the field. Uh, <laughs> look, <laughs> everything I'm reading, and we have learned this in this town. Do they got oh they got that they got talented players? No question. Sure. Very talented. Sure. Jared, their offense lines rated one of the worst in the league. Worst in the league. And they play I, folks, watch that game. That game last year, which is fun to watch. Game seven against the Warriors and that playoff game against the Steelers. If you're ever having a bad day, oh. pop that baby in. Yeah. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> You'll yeah. feel so good. Boop. It'll turn your day around. Yeah. My, my, my point is that game was such a, it was such a clock cleaning. And the Browns didn't have their head coach. Mm. They didn't even have some of their players in COVID. I love it. And those people in towels, <laughs> they have to rub their fingers and figure out some shit to say. Well, you almost lost a game. If that's what straws your region uh, for, folks. Uh, just, yeah, yeah, just just keep dreaming. Enjoy. Remember that snap? Oh, the snap. <laughs> Landry running down 30 yards down the field with defenders just not wanting to tackle them. Mm. Nick Chubb on a short short screen just ripping through the end zone. Mm. Interception, 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 interception. Mm. Kareem Hunt literally stopping on a dime, running for touchdowns. 
Mm. Pick your mm. highlight. They're all wonderful. Mm. <laughs> Mason Rudolph. <laughs> yeah. Mason yeah. Oh, Rudolph. By the way, buckle up. Enjoy that. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry. The Mason Rudolph era is coming, Pittsburgh. Oh, good. <laughs> can't wait it's easy to start a game when there's no pressure on you as we all learned mr rudolph when there's pressure on mr rudolph it doesn't go as well right when the when the season is on your shoulders Ugh. when you are the field Ugh. general every week week again, in week out with I, that offensive line look i'm not naive the steelers could be good sure absolutely but i'm telling you i studied sports a long time this is it Steelers after this year, it's a. It, no, it was it was their season. Their season up until the end was, it was fool's gold to begin with. Anyways, I mean they we, got a lot of home games in that. a row. People people got to remember they got a break because they got a game canceled. That game, all these home games in a row, they it, felt it, like frauds. They 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 front load their schedule and then once they got onto the real schedule, it became too tough. It's understandable. I mean, that's why Ben was crying. It was too tough. It's too many good teams. That was such a great moment. All right. 41 minutes in. If you can't tell, we're excited about the Browns. I can't can't believe we just did 41 minutes on the Browns, to be honest. Yep. Because there's nothing going on. Oh, my gosh. So I'm ready to do this. I love love my dad. This is for Tom Billman. He's listening. Dad, I love you. My dad has jumped off the ship with the Indians, now Guardians, because he hates the team name this much. And I just want to state, this has been a very tumultuous since Friday. Go on Instagram, watch anything I did, watch all the posts. It's very dividing. I've said this from day one, and I'm going to say this again, and my dad's inclusion on this. I feel my best years, if I'm being truthful, even I love the LeBron years, the Browns 80s years, this Browns era, the 90s Indians meant so much to me as a kid. Oh, you ain't kidding. So much as a teenager. It meant so much to me. Those teams meant... I wore Chief Wahoo proudly. We all did. We were all in that gear. Those teams meant so much to me. So much to me. I get it. I got. I do agree with Paul Dolan. We are not asking for people to give up their memories. I, I actually agree with Paul's comment. I agree with him. I think that's a yeah. very well said comment. It, it, it does, Which I, from Paul, I'm glad. I mean, I don't usually, and we all know this, I don't usually have the nicest things to say about, about Paul Dolan lately um, over the past year or two. Um, but yes, that was a quote that I, I that I thought was perfectly said. Yes, that you don't have to forget it. It is absolutely a part of the history. It is I, ingrained in our memories. We lived it. Yes, we lived it. I just would tell people this. I I spent some time with now Francona recently. Yeah, I was really disturbed by the Nick Whitgren stuff. There's been a lot that's been going on, which I've been very surprised. This team, being around this team briefly in Tampa two weeks ago, this team loves this city. I just want to tell everybody this. This team loves this city. Loves them a lot. Plays hard for Cleveland. Bends their back hard. If you don't watch Jose Ramirez, he is hurt right now. He is not playing healthy, and that kid swings hard. Fran Reyes plays just as hard. Karen Check plays hard. Classe plays hard. Nick Wickren, even though he's not having the best year, he plays hard. These guys play so hard. My plead, and uh, this is my only thing, I, I, if you're upset, I wish we could change. It is what it is. I like the name Guardians. I really do. My thing is, just remember the players who play for this city love this city. I'm telling you, it's genuine. 
this is not this is not like mid midday mid two thousand Browns where you can tell half the team didn't give a fuck and you know it's just Phil Dawson and everybody else is kind of miserable. This team legitimately loves this city. I'm telling you, take that and remember that and put it in your heart. These guys play really really hard for the city of Cleveland. Nicknames aside, I get it to a point, but you got it. I'm telling you. Remember this. These guys love the city of Cleveland a lot. Just remember that. I'm just telling you. Someone's been around this team recently. They love the city. And Tito Francona loves Cleveland. Loves riding into the town. Loves being a part of this. Just remember that. I know there's a lot of hate. I, I, I get it to a point. Just remember this. this team really loves the city. Just saying. Just had to get that out. Uh, Rob Jennings on Facebook. Uh, we'll get to your question in a little bit. We're going to talk Cavs uh, in just a little while. Andy, um, I mean, well said. To to you can't ignore. You can't ignore how hard these guys are playing. Yeah, they're playing hard. Tell even me. though they are just beat the hell up. I mean, they are one game above 500 right now, nine out of first place, and at the bottom of the list uh, the, to even get into the playoffs if they were a wild card. Yeah, they've not had making a, a wild they've card. Had, no, they've had a rough run. You're, you're, you're sitting there with 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 Bieber, no ble- no Bieber, no Plesak. Bali Bieber, you're talking earliest. I mean, earliest, earliest, late August, early. Like it's just been the worst things that could have happened. You you. You watch, um, you know, you, you watch a guy get spun like a helicopter in in in, yeah. in right field and and snap Nailer. his leg. I mean, that Naylor play was just. These are things that have just crushed this team, and they still come in day in and day out and try to win. They're hitting the ball better. Franmil is turning into the fucking four hole hitter that we have wanted in this on this just, team. Just another wonderful trade. I that mean, guy is playing so well. And <laughs> obviously, Jose Ramirez is this team. He is the heart yes, and soul yes. of this team. There is so much to be proud of. So much. And again, I say this in the most pleading way that I can. We root for Cleveland. Yes. We root for Cleveland, for the city, for the area. Yes, I know. I know it hurts. I know it's not fun. I know that you've got it tied to your politics. I know. I get it. It's not going to change. Sorry. Nothing you can do. And you know what else? This team has had name changes. This, this team is not, not first always name. I'm glad in. you said that. I'm glad you said that. Yes. So don't give me this history thing. If you know history... Then why why'd they ever change it from the naps? Or the blues. Or the blues. Are we just forgetting that history? Clearly yeah. you have. I mean, this is just stuff that is so inconsequential in your daily life as a human being on the planet. I watch Cleveland sports because I like being proud of this area. But when I go home or when I'm doing things with my family or when there's an issue or a problem in my life, I tend to focus on the ones that are real and not the ones that are manufactured. And you are manufacturing a problem in your life that does not exist 
So look into your soul and find where that actual problem is that you are projecting because you are mad about a fucking cartoon. It's so much bigger. Life is so much bigger. You don't have to protect a cartoon to enjoy life. The the Guardians, I like the name. Great name. Great name. I was, well, I, I wanted it. I wanted either that or Cleveland Baseball Club. Yep, that was yep. it. So I I like it has something to do with the statues in downtown. For, I'm sure everybody knows that now. I just want to say again, this team plays so hard and loves the city well. Yes, this is a very likable club. This team is not going to the playoffs. No. Okay, and and they're not going to the playoffs, and they still are getting more fans in those seats than I even expected. You know why? Because so don't give hard. me this shit about no one's going to come see them. By the way, I agree with you. And you know why? Because they play hard. Because they care. Because this team's very because diverse. Because it's about Cleveland. It's about Cleveland to a C. Um, I, 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 all that said, Andy, I hate the new fucking logo. Well, the <laughs> I, logo, I hate the logo. Why in the world would they come out with a logo and not do the simple most? I mean, you can't tell me that there is some sort of trademarked issue where they can't take the profile of a guardian head and like ta-da that's it it's that simple you don't have to overthink you don't have to come up with new fonts you don't have to try to match the feel of the of the uh old script indians and in write it in the form of guardians you don't have with the line underneath you don't have to do that just keep it simple keep it simple guardian head boom not a g with a baseball it's weird and credit again to Terry Pluto. He he mentioned this in another article. Um, he mentioned that you could tell the logo was kind of rushed. And it, it, Jared and I said that immediately when we saw the logo that day on Friday. And you know they'll have changed the script. That um, it's yeah. it's it's, it's obvious. It's a little out there. Again, I I get it. I'm just telling everybody out there again one more time. What Jared and I are basically encapsulating. Remember, it's Cleveland, and I'm telling you for everything we've been through. Cleveland is the most important thing. And it sounds generic, but it's really true. Just remember the Cleveland thing. This was a tough week for our boys. They finally won and won in Houston. They finally won one against Tampa Bay. Uh, this was a brutal week. Um, we kind of felt it coming. What yeah, I felt, we knew it was coming. I mean, this is it. They're not making the playoffs. In fact, they should really think about trading Hernandez and really think about trading Eddie Rosario at this point. Um, because, I mean, I, I, I am to the point. Hernandez is a nice player with his bat. He has had a terrible year with the glove um i would like to see more of ernie clement i like ernie clement um there's some things i like about this team but this but the biggest thing has been the injuries starting pitching and i kind of hinted at it but it came out again today savali and shane bieber are both on the 60 day il wouldn't read too much in that because they said it's true it's largely paperwork however there's a caveat here savali's kind of on track this is kind of what they always expected Shane Bieber sounds like it is going a lot slower than what they expected. Mm. And Jared, I'm just going to say this now. Does Shane Bieber pitch again this year? I don't know. You know what what I say? You know what I say? If we're questioning it, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. I really, really, really really, um, think that. Um, Kevin Atkins on Facebook, your sentiment toward people opposed to the change is exactly the same as to those who support the name change. Uh, they they told opposers to get a life. Uh, here's what I would say. Uh, here's what here's what here's what I would say, Kevin. I I my my dad has has been on the. He has had he hates the team name. 
my dad, I love my dad. My dad hates the team name and has gone as far as saying I'm never going to cheer for the Cleveland Guardians ever. Um, again, I, I'm just telling you what I have been around and what I've noticed. I take huge city pride. Um, and I know there's people like my dad who thinks team's history is a race. I'm just giving you my opinion. This team and these side of guys love this city a lot. And that means a lot to me. And I think that would mean a lot to other people. Again, my dad, who I was very shocked, was, I mean, hates this. Hates. This I will. Thing. I will give you this, Kevin. We'll, we'll because Andy and I have talked about this. We've done episodes about this. I would have absolutely loved because here, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to do it real quick. I'm going to do it as quickly and as painlessly as I can. They're removing that logo, that 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 Chief Wahoo logo. Because it is a caricature of a of, of a Native American with a red face and a crook nose and a and big teeth. And to Native Americans, maybe not all, but to Native Americans, to groups, to Native tribes, they have said it, it is offensive. Okay? Now, just take that and say, okay, I understand that. Now, if you want to keep the name Indians, if you want to find a way to as we talked about it before too, the naming of that team in honor of a former player who was native american if you want to do all those things i was behind that i would have loved it if they could have come up with a way to keep the name and just change the logo the logo again we've talked about this has been changed before too many times and chief, and, chief wahoo and, was not i mean many times so if they could have found a way to do that and keep the name, I would have absolutely been fine with it. See, this is the thing, Kevin. There's a lot of nuance with all of this. There's a lot of nuance. It's not black and white. But what I think Andy and I are both saying is it's not it's not going to nothing's I mean, you're not it's not coming back. I, I'm not, not. Kevin. I understand your feelings and I right. dearly love my dad a lot. And I understand what my dad's going through. He's going through similar stuff. I get it. I'm very sympathetic to it. There's people I know who are actually who are very across the I, I would keep this out of politics because I actually know a lot of liberals who are just as upset as they do conservatives. And I really right. mean that. Right. There, it is it is across the board. Right. Okay. There's been a lot of people who've had a very hard time with this. Because we're attached to it, because it's a it, symbol of our identity it, as a it locally. It I mean it, it this, is the 90s awoke the city of Cleveland. Yeah. I totally get it. Totally get it. I just am telling you my observation from being around the club. That's all. This team loves this city. And I do think Paul Dolan did a good job this week with this. I love the video. I yeah, liked Tom, how Tom Hanks, if you're gonna have anybody do it, Tom Hanks voicing. I, it was, I, I, good. I, I thought it was just very appropriately. I just think there's a lot here. I think I, I actually like the I, I, aside from I like the hat, I like the name. I'm all good with all that stuff. Yeah. I, I just think I just think we gotta. Again, go bigger. And my bigger reason why I'm saying is the actual individuals who play. And to see them love the city so much, I love them even. I've had, I, in a year that has been disappointing with the record, I have really loved this team. Yep. And I've really enjoyed watching the Indians. Same. And there's been some wreck nights recently. Astros and Rays are more than I ever expected. If you listen to me before the season started and everyone knows that listens to this show that I am not happy with Major League Baseball and that I have not been happy with uh, with Indians ownership and the way that they have handled certain situations this season. 
um, and things that have happened in the past that they didn't really come out with all that mm-hmm. well as much as they should have. Galloway. Um, th- that said, this team is is something worth watching. And uh, Andy Andy saw it firsthand talking to some of these guys. Very likable team. Very likable team. Telling you. And this I'll tell a- you this too. I'll tell you this too. If they can, if they can plug a guy here, fix a guy here, get a little healthy here, they're going to be in the playoff hunt again next season. They're not that far off. Uh, I'm telling you, Ernie Clement, like him, seems like a winner. Framo Reyes, like yes. it. Josh yes. Naylor, tough, like it, winner, like it. Zimmer, it's been a slow crawl. That young man has improved. His defense uh, is, is some it, hustle, it, some hustle. And he the is, defense, his yes. defense is incredible. I like Savali's toughness. Bieber, Cy Young. Plesak has some growing moments, but when he's focused, he can pitch. Really, Karen Chak at times will drive you crazy, everything else, but guy, the guy's a competitor. Really, really hard competitor. Classe, competitor. Really nasty. Shows you a lot. And that's why, like, for all this stuff this week, and I hate to do this, but I'm going to say this real quickly. What went through the Whitgren household with death threats for a bad outing is ridiculous. And I, it, we got to get out of that. Whitgren deserves better. His wife deserves better. His family deserves better. And I just thought that was, I don't want to belabor too much. It's not a story I want to, that's, that's, that's sad. And I, well, I hate to hear that his family. I, I will say threat. this. I, I think, Andy, that uh, no matter where you are, there is a percentage of the population that will just inherently be that way. I don't know that it will ever be eliminated um, as disgusting and as awful as it is. Sometimes I don't even know whether these are like real people, whether they're doing it just to see yeah. if they can get a rise, whether they're serious, you know, like, uh, <laughs> You know, like the the guy making the list in Billy Madison where he puts the lipstick on his kill list. Oh, I know. Like you just don't know. You don't know. And nonetheless, it's hurtful. Um, and in speaking of that, um, Baker Mayfield's wife made a social media video today, too, that I did not get a chance to watch. But apparently she felt um, unsafe or harassed, uh, was being followed or something. Yeah, um, I, I have to look at that a little I, bit more. I, there's some there's, there's weird stuff that that is going yeah. to happen. And I hope that that the Whitgrens um, know that. Um, that is not who we are as Cleveland sports fans, um, that the ones, the real ones, um, which is a majority of us understand that that's not how you behave, um, as an adult. And, uh, you don't, you don't do that over, over a game, over a game, a guy who spent his life busting his ass to get to the level that he is because he's doing something that you couldn't imagine doing. And then you're going to threaten like come on yeah just on, just just, just very 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 bad right um and there's another um i forget her last name jessica the ufc fighter is from cleveland um i know she's been going through a lot of harassment as well i forget her last i'd have to look i know i'm sorry i feel like yeah. we keep giving yeah. half stories here anyways um, jessica i forget her last name i'm uh, looking yeah i follow her on twitter um i've been re- I, i've been jessica a- i Yes. And I know she's been going through some stuff too recently. And anyways, it's all across the board. Um, we talked about Yu Chang on here too. That's shameful what people did. That's awful. Oh, terrible. Anyways, all that stuff needs to go away. Ugh, I don't even want to uh, talk. Yeah. Anyways, it's, it's icky, r- r- man. It feels icky. Real quickly, they did bring in a pitcher on the field. Then we'll get to the Cavs real quick. And then Texas, Oklahoma. They did bring in a pitcher. I I will say, I thought that was a little too late. I thought they should have brought him in earlier, but they brought in a picture, Alex Young. 
Um, they need starting pitching help. They just need length. Um, it's pretty obvious that these guys aren't coming back. Uh, Mejia needs more time in Columbus. I think Eli Morgan's kind of come around, but even he could probably use some AAA time. I'm glad the Indians finally brought someone in, even though his ERA stinks. They need someone, Jared, just to eat some innings. And Alex Young is a starting pitcher who pitched before and starting and gives them some length. The Indians needed to do that with Alex Young. I think we also, and I know, I feel like we're ending on a down note, but this was meant to be an up note here, talking about the Indians. Um, uh, Tito passed uh, Mike Hargrove for most wins. Yes. Um, so he is now the second most winning coach uh, uh, of all time with the Cleveland Indians, I believe. Correct? Second most. Am I not? Am yeah, I he's there's only Boudreaux, I think is yes, left. Yes, correct. Um, so last last thought on this but too. I guess my point was Tito was not in the dugout because I he, he's been battling a cold even when i was around him he was he was he was battling yeah. illness um so hopefully there you go that's it are the indians can make the playoffs no um they're not in fact i think they should trade rosario and trade hernandez i think they should try to get things back um to help them out in the long run i want to see more ernie clement i really want to see some more of these other guys play yeah. and um as is two hours of the field look i mean there are some rays of hope but I thought this way is going to be a transition from day one, and the transition is now here. When you play A's, Astros, Rays, I think this is what happens in a, of a trip like that when you're the Indians, a team transition. One last thing. You know what's worse than a name change for a team? What's that? A team moving. Oh, God, yeah. Just keep that, just keep that no. in, your, in your pocket. No more. All right, quickly to the Cavs. So when you hear this podcast, it's going to be on Monday the 26th, the draft. So we'll recap that next week. But real quickly, from what I'm reading and hearing, and people can take this wherever it's worth, it sounds like one is Kate Cunningham, duh. Two, it sounds like more and more Green is going to go to uh, Rob Je- Rob Jennings. We're, we're at you now, pal. Here we right go. Right at it. I told Here you we'd we there. <laughs> it sounds like Green's going to go to Houston. Who knows? Could be a smoke screen. Who knows? But that's what it sounds like. From what I feel, and the Cavs are hard to predict, um, but I will say I think the Evan Mobley thing is more and more realistic if he doesn't go to Houston. And here's why. I think Mobley, I saw him play. Um, that kid's got length. A lot of people think he's a unique talent. I was very impressed by him when I saw at USC. And from what we, I hate to say this, it's a copycat world. What we just saw from Milwaukee and what I just saw from Giannis and how he played, and he had an unbelievable kudos to Milwaukee in the Bucks. Congratulations. 50 chicky nuggies, brother. Yeah, congratulations to him. What I well, what I've heard from other evaluators, Mobley does just score. He does a lot of intangibles. That would be nice to have something again in Cleveland. That's kind of what they went with for Okoro. And I thought I saw that from Okoro towards the end of the year. I with that in mind, Mobley, I think going to Cleveland's where you're at. Maybe it's Suggs. If Green's there, maybe it's Green. But from what I'm hearing, Cade won. No chance he's coming to Cleveland. More and more Green two to the Rockets, which means I think Mobley three to Cleveland. Seven footer was intangibles. Um, I'm all about that. Uh, seven footer, a little thin. Of course, he's going to be. He's 20 years old. You know, two fifteen okay. at seven foot. He got to put on a little, little meat on them bones. I think Gian- Giannis was too. I mean, that, all that kind of stuff goes through it. Um, my big, my big point is here. When you saw him play at USC, he does stand out. He's very uniquely talented. Yeah, and- for, I mean, for as tall as he is, potential, you know, yeah. potential as a shooter. Um, there, I mean, there's, there's a lot to like about the kid. 
Yeah, I just think that I, I think that pick makes a lot of sense if he's there. And again, I say that I do say that if he's there, Houston drafting would not surprise me. The other big two storylines from the Cavs is for might improve who, the defense too. I mean, uh, boy, boy, oh boy, okay. let's not even go there. I mean, really. um, I mean, and look, the other two things I would keep my eye on. Forget this context and rumor stuff to after the draft. Here's my two storylines I keep an eye on. I put them both in rundown for a reason, and they are stories. One is Jared Allen. Is he coming back? I like Jared Allen. I like his hustle. I like his attitude. I like his vibe. I would like to see him come back. The other is Hardenstein, and boy, that kid really impressed me um, for, from day one. Cleveland Browns fan on YouTube. Um, he is asking, what would you trade to get to number one? Um, to get Kate Cunningham, honestly, if it was up for sale, which I don't think it is, if it's up for sale, Sexton, sure. Garland, sure. Kate Cunningham's a changing player. He's a wonderful player. But are you going to really get that number one pick for those kind of players? Probably not. I would I would trade some part. I, I would trade Larry Dance. I hate to say it. Yeah. For Kate Cunningham, yes. But Kate Cunningham's going to Detroit. I mean, that, yeah, that, I just, I don't even, I don't know that that's, I, I feel like it's a non-starter, you know? Kate um, Cunningham is <clears throat> so unique. I mean, he's just, watching him play at Oklahoma State and seeing the other players on the floor and seeing how much better he made that team. Right. I Again, I don't want to say this as I'm not comparing it. It did remind me of Durant when he was at Texas. That's what I saw from Kate Cunningham. It's like, you're elevating your teammates to play better because of how talented you are. That's what I saw in Oklahoma State last year from Kate Cunningham. He's that good. Would I trade some things to get Kate Cunningham? Absolutely. You have to, but it's but, not for sale. But no, it's not for sale. And I, I wouldn't turn my nose up to Mobley. I mean, Mobley can play. Just I, like I like I'm I'm just glad that we're not picking like what seventh. Oh <laughs> so, God. <laughs> and by the way, this I mean, goes, okay. This goes back to my whole storyline. Don't tank. The Cavs, oh, their the record fall sixth and seventh. <clears throat> Lotteries, weird things happen. Mm-hmm. And look what they did. And look where the Thunder is. Thunder really lost out in this, and the Cavs really became big winners. Um, the other one's Hardenstein. I like Hardenstein. I know the Cavs do too. Even if they draft Mobley, I would keep both those young men. Both. I like Hardenstein a lot. He is a pure passer. Very, very. I, I liked him. I liked him a lot. In this yeah, game, I mean, I can't really make too much of a comment on him because Lord knows I didn't watch uh, much Cavs. I, I may have. Of, I did a little box have. score watching. Um, I, I may have. But my point is, there's other things here. This Mobley picks is exciting. If it's Suggs, still exciting. My point is, watching what <laughs> I just saw from the Bucks and watching the NBA Finals. Not comparing him. Because Giannis is a freak talent. He's a Greek freak for a reason. I wanted him. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. I that pick. I love that kid. But watching and hearing what I hear from Mobley, it gives me hope if they got him in there. Seeing what I just saw, because Mobley plays like a team player. And seeing what I just saw, that I thought Milwaukee was exciting they played like a team. I really enjoyed Milwaukee's championship. It's their first time in a long time. It was team basketball. It was well, and, and basketball. you know what? It's 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 kind of changed the narrative about super team and 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 some of that stuff too. I mean, is this going to be another you know, transition for the NBA? I think they're kind of due for something. The NBA. I mean, the league didn't have the greatest numbers this year, ratings wise or anything. 
Um, no. And there's a lot, a lot of that is there's a lot of, there's a lot of ISO. There's a lot of me, me, me basketball. There's a lot of, Hey, come play with me basketball. And you know, you look at, at what, what, what they did in Milwaukee and you think um, that kid, you know, he didn't want to go anywhere. Giannis didn't want to go. No, I love that. And his comment, it was a little dig at LeBron and Durant. And it should be, it should be. And he, and he earned it. He earned it. That game with those two trophies sitting in his lap. He earned it. Hey, it reminded me of the two thousands with the Spurs and the Pistons. When the Spurs won uh, championships for years, even though they had Duncan, they really did play team basketball. They were filthy talented, but they really did play team basketball on the Pistons in 04 when they upset the Lakers. Yeah. Um, it reminds me of those teams. And it's been a while since we've seen said those kind of teams in our lap. That's what I saw here. It was very – and I love LeBron. Loved everything he did in 16. Don't take anything away from it. It was just refreshing to what Jared's saying to see uh, true team basketball. Middleton, Drew Holiday, good players. Don't get me wrong. But they played team ball. They all did different things that just – it was just very, very enjoyable to watch. And the Suns yeah. are going to be back. Um, I, I really like their coach, and I like Booker just to get some more experience to be back there, and that's fine. Um, I really do. Uh, while we're uh, transitioning a little bit off the Cavs, but still on the Cavs here a little bit, <laughs> depending on how you look at it. One more, I wanna... one more, one more. I, I hate to interrupt you. I'm going to ask you this. I think this is a huge – I know it's Captain Obvious. I was going to say this is a huge week for this organization. That is a huge pick. Well – Huge pick. Look – I mean, who's making the pick? Kobe? We'll find out. I mean, I just oh, – that's the one Huge. thing I didn't even want to talk about. But uh, I don't know what – what are they – I mean, what are they What are they seeing Altman that they're not going to make the changes with any of that? I don't know. Anyways, just real quickly, don't – for people out there who have checked out in the Cavs, I, I get it. This is a big <clears throat> week for this organization. Um, anyway. Kevin Love, as he did throughout the Cavs season, checked out with Team USA. Um, didn't play well. Didn't look good. Didn't play well. Didn't look good. Decided he wasn't going to even bother. He said, See, "By the way, that was that was uh, Brian Winter said it, and Brian Winter is right. I we weren't there to witness that. So we're just going on Brian, but you can read the tea leaves. That was a good decision for all parties. What I want to know is because it really feels like." Kevin talks like he wants to play basketball, but I don't know that Kevin really wants to play basketball. I think I don't know whether he's being honest with himself. I mean, is uh, there a possibility that he really does have a nagging injury? Yeah. Yeah. It's just really tough to. It's going deeper to the point where Jared's kind of alluding to where all parties need to take a breath after the draft and all parties need to come to the table sometime in the fall and be like, what's a good buyout number? Because we've talked about this, um, you know, the sunken cost fallacy that I've mentioned before, and that I understand that we have a lot invested in Kevin Love. But guess what? Investing more in him we've has not shown to we don't make see things this. any better. I like Kevin Love. I don't want to no, see we this. Cut our lo- we cut our losses, and we remember Kevin for 2016, 2015, 2016, yeah. 2017. Yeah, yeah I, I just don't want to see this. It's sad. Texas you know. and Oklahoma are going to change. Like JR, posture. like JR Smith. He just yeah, disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> Rode off into the sunset. Shows up yes. every once in a while somewhere. And, and love JR. Praising Cleveland and life is good, right? Just... Yes. Love it. Real quick. <laughs> you love it. Real quickly. We'll do this more in the next show. 
this Texas Oklahoma story is for real. Oh yeah, I have a lot of insider information. Yep. It got confirmed again today. This thing's on. Um, it's a matter of time, in my opinion. Um, I know there's always ifs and buts, but I'm telling you, this is on the fast track to getting happening. For people who don't know, Texas and Oklahoma are probably going to go to the SEC very soon. It's just a matter of time. Um, they're even trying to look at ways to get out by 2023 uh, so they can start playing that quickly. It's a story to be uh, not so much what happens with that. We all know what that happens. That enhances the league that's already there. We'll get into the bigger – there's too much time, and we all got things we got to do. But real quickly, the bigger story, which I want to get into next week, what does this mean for the Big Ten? When do they knock on the Jayhawks' door? When do they knock on uh, the Oklahoma State's door? When do they knock on the door of TCU, a good market, Fort Worth, Dallas? When do they knock on these doors and start saying, hey, when do you want to come on board? Because there are some teams – I know many people mentioned Iowa State. The team I would really watch, and I know it's not for football, would really watch Kansas because Kansas has a legendary basketball program that does bring in big dollars. It's not football, but it brings in big dollars, and it's a Kansas City market. It's huge. And the other one is TCU because of Fort Worth as a huge money-making market in Dallas-Fort Worth. Um, and we have to, you know, Andy and I talked about this offline prior too. Is that when you're when you're making these these, um, the, the, you know, we've talked about these super conferences in the past. I mean, this would be super conference. Big Twelve dissolves. I mean, it's, oh, they're they're done. So I mean, so when we do when we talk about this, we have to look at these bigger implications for college football and what it means. Maybe this, you know, this might be the the uh, the situation that we've all been waiting for in alleviating the complaints regarding a college football playoff. Because when you have these conferences that are so fucking big, they're going to have their own run-ups where you're going to earn your way in. And then you you don't have to worry about teams not getting a shot that you think deserve to get a shot. It, I think that there's just possibilities for these, you know, these conference playoff style situations, which then lead to that national championship game. If they were to go this route, if that happens with with the SEC, with the Big Ten, and how this stuff plays out. ACC, Pac-12, we'll do this more <clears throat> next week as a time. We'll get into more in the sport, but people need yeah. to keep – Mergers. Right? I wonder, are, 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 the, are there conference mergers that could come out of this? Big time. People need to keep your eye – this is a huge story. Uh, one sure. last one from uh, from Clee Browns fan ninety eight over there on uh, on YouTube. Um, I, I just wanted to talk about this one last thing. What's a worst or best trade we can get for Kevin Love? I'll tell you right now, no we're trade. not getting anything for Kevin Love. Not happening. No. That no. US that USA deal signed, sealed, and delivered. Sadly, a lot of what we already thought. Which, by the way, that's a whole other conversation too regarding the team itself and the loss of Nigeria and just what is going on with Team USA. What is that? Do they not want to be there? I don't know. That might be the case. Maybe they just don't want to be there. I, I there's a whole lot there. It's not good. Nope. And they barely the one game they won. They barely won. It felt like. Yeah, I don't understand it. Um, I might pay a little bit more attention to it, but um, I'm kind of with the rest of uh, the rest of the U.S. audience. It's down the, to, to its lowest point in 33 years or something like that. Watching the Olympics, I've, I've, I'm I've, not big into them, and I, I, I've, I've I've had it on his background. Um, it's uh, uh, I'm gonna put it right. This is the first time the pandemic has really it, it's hurt a sport and then come back and bounce back. The Olympics will be back. The pandemic, no fans. Yeah, that just it's, made it like it's, it's not even an Olympics. No fans. Nah. It just I mean, you were able to pull right. it off with the NBA and some of these isolated and have our pro teams. They're able to pull it off. 
we're talking the Olympics. We're talking, this is like trying, this really, it's a money issue. It was, it's a hundred percent a money issue why it's even being held right now. Because they think that they are, they're saving, they're trying to, they're trying to salvage pennies on look, the dollar. Look, out of all the places in the world, sadly, Japan is having an impossible time with this, with this pandemic. Yeah. And it just, it's just all meeting at the altar of awful. It, it, it there's no vibe i i've watched some things i will i will continue i always have it on the background this is the first year i can ever remember it's not appointment tv well i'll and tell I you lo- this i i think if you'd have held off until next summer you might have you might have been able maybe might have been able it, to make it, it, make just, it worthwhile and it's um they didn't so it's so complicated it, this Very. is the only time this is the only time i'll say it's very, very, very complicated. I don't know what. Yeah. I doubt the Olympics. I don't blame the Olympics. I actually don't. I don't know what to do. I when when I found out in the spring how bad it was in Japan, I knew I was like, oh my gosh, this is. Well, even I mean, what I don't like, Andy, is that, like even the stories here. The, the stories here aren't even about. I mean, there are some. Granted, don't get me wrong. Oh, There's sure. there are some great stories about about athletes, the United States athletes, and athletes around the world. But what I noticed was one of the lead stories that 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 even outshined some of the, the talk about the athletes was all the pressure on NBC. Like, that's where we're at right now with the Olympics. That just tells you everything you need to know, that, it's, it's, that it's all a money situation right and by now. Way, the pressure a- on NBC to have ratings. Are they going to be able to do it? Like, NBC, is, they, they got their hands tied behind their back. They're going to do what they do every Olympics. They're going to produce way- it. They're going to show it. And you're going to watch or you're not. There's a lot of pressure on NBC. <laughs> Let me just say, there's a lot. There's a lot. Here's my last thought. To me, out of all these bigger stories, and I haven't been watching it, I don't know where to watch it yet, but I'm going to. I will say I am fascinated by the women's soccer team if they lose again. That storyline I am keeping a close eye on, even more than men's basketball. Men's basketball doesn't surprise me. I don't know why. The women's, the women's soccer, though, I, I know they have a big game coming up. I do want to watch that. Uh yeah, I, I do I do I do I do want to keep my eye on that. Um, I'll just leave it there. I do want to keep my eye on that. Simone Biles all day. That's where I'm there for. I'm there for that. My daughter loves gymnastics now. And oh, my, da- my daughter came downstairs today and told me she was four foot nine. Mo- my- Molly said I grew an inch. I'm four foot nine. I'm one inch taller than Simone Biles. And then I was like, wait a minute, what? I said, Molly, you aren't. There's no way in hell she's four foot eight. And sure enough, we asked Alexa. Yep, Simone Biles is four foot eight, unbelievable. Yeah. But she's a she's badass. Yeah, I, I've been watching. Uh, I guess real quickly, I will admit. Um, again, background, not into it. Uh, beach volleyball, um, like men's and women's. I was watching the men's match the other day with uh, Italy. Um, I don't know who won, but I was watching at the time. Um, <laughs> I, I, I do like swimming, but I haven't been into it yet. And I do watch gymnastics. I did watch a little swimming last night. Yeah, yeah. I do and like gymnastics the always. I always watch gymnastics. And, and uh, Simone's a Buckeye, so yeah. I, again, I'm into that stuff, and I will be track and field. I thought I'll watch a second. I'm being truthful. Um, You're not going to watch track and field. I'm not mm. into it. I don't know these people. Mm. I'm just mm. being honest. I'm being very, very truthful. The first week. I very much am into. As it goes on, I, I I will fade probably. I will say that this is a year that the first time I think that I've watched the Olympics where I'm not necessarily watching in this. And don't get me wrong. Of course, I want the U.S. to win everything. I want the U.S. Time, to win right? the world. I yeah. love it. I love the U.S. But I, I actually like and enjoy and I'm watching some of these folks that are 
from other countries that are surprising the hell out of me. There's a there's a a, a swimmer from from England that is just he's like one of the baddest dudes with sleeves down, both arms, tattoos, and and won the four hundred. I think yes, was the four hundred or the hundred yesterday, and it was just. Like he's just a bad dude. And, you know, I just I, I like watching these athletes that are on a world stage and you don't ever get to see them. And oh, just, well, yeah. you're like, who is this guy? And why is he a badass? Who is this woman? And and wow, she's she's a badass. Like, it's just it's just fun to watch. And that, in that sense, when you can block out all the other shit going on with the Olympics, that's that's the fun stuff. Go USA. Watch it. <laughs> go watch it. We'll, we'll be. I, I, I am that guy. I'm a home. I love you. Oh, I must admit, I don't, I don't care about any countries. I hate that's sad to say. It's not the countries. I'm just saying the athletes. I know. I don't. As they are. That's what I'm saying. I'm a pure. When I see, pure, when I see an athlete that surprises the hell out of me, I'm like, wow. Oh, no, no. I know awesome. what you're saying. I, I'm just, I'm a pure U.S. snob. I just want the U.S. And then, when I, and, you know, that's it. I hate to admit it. It's true. Why do you hate to admit it? It's fine. I get it. I know. I, you know what I mean? But it's like, I, I can't get into like, I should, but I was like, I don't care. I just want the oh. U.S. Yeah. No, that's that's it. all right. All right, we got, um, you, got, you got to do the breeds because I have to go eat. I'm going to eat my food. No, that's it. Um, I'm getting text messages from my wife. Apparently, everyone's at my mom's right now. So I'm here home alone, which is great. Um, I can throw a party by myself as soon as I get off the phone. That a boy. Yeah, I'm going to go and pour a drink and put on some music. And, that a boy. And, uh, and, and, and hang out with the dogs on my couch. No, I don't know. I'm going to go eat dinner or something. Whatever. <laughs> Bad boy. Hey, uh, don't forget uh, to follow us uh, on uh, uh, where let's, where do we begin? Um, Clevelandbeyond.net. Go to the website. Uh, you can check out the podcast there. Um, you can subscribe anywhere that podcasts are found. Uh, follow us on Twitter at CLE and beyond at CLE and beyond. Shoot us an email, Andy and Jared at gmail.com. J A R I D. We're on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash cleveland and beyond and uh also don't forget andy is there all the time if there's a, a cleveland team playing a cleveland sport uh after that game andy will be there on instagram live at official cleveland sports at official cleveland sports we are brought to you by waiting for next year check them out original cleveland sports reporting at waiting for next year.com and also we are proud to be a part we are a proud we are proud to be a part of evergreen podcasts andy final thoughts Big week. This has been. It's been. You know, summers are always rough um, because it's a law. The law's over. Uh, it's a big week for the Cavs. Yeah. Um, a lot that's been changing with the Indians, which we won't get into again. Um, and then again, the Browns. The Browns kick off. Um, it's been a sleepy summer for us Clevelanders because the Indians haven't been as good, and the Browns have been waiting, and the Cavs obviously didn't make it. But that is changing this week. I think you're going to start seeing the intensity <clears> rise again. And it, and I will. And it is our led by our talented Cleveland. Browns. It's going to be an exciting season. Thanks to Rob, Kevin, Damian, Cleveland Browns fan 98. If I'm missing you, thank you for all the comments and thoughts. Yep. Love seeing you guys and appreciate it. Also, um, I put in for the lottery tickets to see if I can get selected to go up to training camp for uh, a couple oh, of days. So um, if that happens, Andy, we will, um, I will, I will definitely have some things uh, to, uh, to bring back. Report. I will. Yes, I will do that. I will probably do some lives while I'm there. I will probably, Ooh. I will probably take my long lens and you know put it on sport and burst and, and try to catch some action and we will uh, see how that goes. But again, that all depends on whether I even get picked because Lord knows there's probably tens of thousands of people who tried to apply for these tickets and like a third of them are going to get some. So we'll see. He's Andy Billman. I'm Jared Watson. 
Thanks for listening. We'll talk Cleveland Browns too. 98 data boy. I saw your comment. Thanks, what man. You Just found you guys and subscribed. Great job. Hey. Hey, 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 thank you. That's what we like. Everything we've done to this point has been organic. Everything. So we appreciate it. Go subscribe to the podcast now and leave us a rating on iTunes if you would, please. Appreciate you. Mini stars. Thumbs up. <laughs> three or more. I'll take three or more. Three or more stars. Cleveland Browns 98 then. Thanks, man. Appreciate take care, it. everybody. Talk again soon. Cleveland and Beyond with Andy and Jared is a part of Evergreen Podcast. You can follow them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Cleveland and Beyond, on Twitter at CLE and Beyond, or shoot them an email at andyandjared at gmail.com. And don't forget to visit the website, clevelandandbeyond.net. Coming up on 5-Minute News, I'm Anthony Davis. You might think it's partisan because maybe it's critical of one side or the other, but it's not, it's just the truth. And I think that's also something that's kind of unusual for Americans listening to the radio or to podcasts because the news landscape in the States has been so partisan for so many decades. So 5-Minute News is verified, truthful, independent, unbiased and essential world news daily.